Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast, Friday edition of the 10-Minute Tip. Welcome to the Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. We have added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so. We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep and buy us a cup of coffee. Wink. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Let's talk about why a handheld radio is not the best choice for a first radio or an only radio. Too many people are buying handheld radios. They have trouble getting it programmed or they can't make contact with it. They get disappointed. They get frustrated or they get discouraged and they never do anything more with ham radio. There's several reasons why. One is the power limitations. Generally, a handheld radio is five watts versus a mobile radio of 25, 50, 75, or 80 watts. Generally, more power equals more distance. Another thing is the antenna limitations. You've heard my opinion before of most stock antennas. I think that most stock HT or handy talkie or handheld antennas are crap. There's several compromises there. One is they're trying to get a dual band antenna that's in a small package, something that you can carry, and it just doesn't have the gain. Even with the replacement antennas that do a much better job, it's still a compromise and you still have less of an antenna on a handheld than you do on any other type of radio. Another thing is the difficulty in programming. Now, a lot of people are finding that Chirp is not working with many Beofangs available today. Now, when we talk about Chirp, we're talking about a free downloadable software for programming handheld radios, particularly the Beofang. And the newer Beofangs are not made actually by Beofang. They're the knockoffs of the Chinese knockoff. I'm not saying that they're not pretty good radios. They actually do a pretty good job in transmitting. Now, they've got their problems with spurious transmissions and stuff and there are issues with them but a lot of people buy those radios because of the price now there's difficulty in programming these radios a lot of people use chirp chirp is a free downloadable software that you can use to program your handheld radios now a lot of the newer Beofang radios they're having trouble finding drivers for chirp to work with that particular software of the radio it does create a frustration for the new ham radio operators. Now, I personally have found that mobiles are a lot easier to program. Now, granted, some HTs are easier to program than others, and some mobiles are harder to program than others. But by and large, I have found mobile radios to be far easier to program than I have HTs. So let's talk about what makes a good first radio or only radio. Well, as many others, and as Steve Ayers said on this program, he would recommend a 50-watt or more mobile radio. 
I'm in agreement with him. A 50-watt mobile radio, you can use it in the car. You can use magnetic antenna. You can use fender-mounted. You can use any type of mount that you want, but there are a lot better mobile antennas available than there are HT antennas. Now, if you're hooking one up in the car, don't hook it to a lighter plug and plug it in. You'll blow that fuse. You'd have to run it on about 5 watts to be able to use it with a lighter plug. So run a wire direct to the battery cable and put a quick disconnect on there, a way that you can unplug it, because you can also take that mobile radio into the house, and with a 12-volt power supply, you can use it much like a base. That's exactly what we do right here at home. We have mobile radios, mobile HF, mobile UHF, VHF, and we just run them with power supplies, and they're more cost-effective, and we can use them anywhere. Now, not only can you use it in the house with a power supply, but that lets you use an outside antenna, and you can use a ground plane, you can use a J-pole, you can use a roll-up J-pole, you can even put a magnetic on a cookie baking sheet and set it on top of something. I've stuck them on top of a metal filing cabinet in one office that I had that had the drop ceiling. And it has the uh, panels. They used to be asbestos, but it's the panels that drop into the metal channel. I've stuck that magnetic antenna upside down to the cross in those channels, and it worked great. Those crosses gave it kind of a ground plane effect. You can also use an antenna inside. I know of a lot of folks that have built some type of a J-pole, hung it up in the corner, and it worked pretty well. Unless you're in a total metal house or something, uh, might not work inside an aluminum-sided house that well, but you can set that up. You can also take a mobile radio and go portable with it, take it to the woods, take it to the mountains, take it to the beach, put it in a parking lot, just about anywhere. Now, it still requires a 12-volt battery, and that's probably not something you want to be backpacking, carrying up to the top of a mountain. But you can take your vehicle, load it up with stuff, and go just about anywhere you want to. Set a little table out there, set a battery out, hook up to it, put up a temporary antenna, and just go to town making contacts. A lot of folks make a go box for the portability so that they can do that. Mobile radio is great for public service events or even deployments. With that go box, you can go anywhere you need to go, set up with a 12-volt car battery under the table, and you can work whatever needs to be done, whether it's a checkpoint on a bike ride, whether it is an information table at a disaster relief situation. Uh, you can take that radio box on that deployment or on that public service event. You can throw a J-pole up in a tree. You can make a roll-up, easy to make, out of TV antenna line. You can make a trailer hitch mount and have a more stable type of antenna mount. You can mount any kind of antenna you want on top of that. A lot of people use a tripod with push-up poles. I have a particular tripod that I have an extended paint roller handle that I stick down in it, raise it up, have the antenna attached to the top, coax runs over to the table where my radio is sitting, and I can sit there in comfort. Just remember to carry a comfortable chair, some water, and something to write on, and you're doing pretty well with that. The other reason, and we've kind of 
hit around this is that you use a much better antenna. And that antenna doesn't have to be expensive. It can be a homemade J-pole. It can be that roll-up J-pole. It can be a ground plane, whether it's bought or whether it's a commercial antenna. You can use a large diamond or a tram. Just so many options that you have to set up a base antenna. Even setting up a magnetic outside. When I lived in an apartment, I've reached out there and set up a magnetic on top of the uh, gutter, attached it to a gutter, and was able to talk with that. Now, not saying that you shouldn't have an HT or a handheld, just saying that there are much better options for first radios or especially for only radios. For less than 200 bucks, you can have a radio and an antenna that will let you have a lot more fun and be a lot more reliable when it comes to making contacts. So take this to heart. It's offered not as a you must not have an HT, but take it in the spirit that it's offered. There are much better radios for your first radio or for your only radio. If you enjoy Practical Prepping Podcast, we ask you to leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about it. We also ask you to consider supporting our podcast. You can do that by buying us a cup or two of coffee. You can do that by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. We appreciate any support to keep this podcast coming to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast today, and please leave us a five-star review. That helps more people be able to hear this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping, email at info at practicalprepping.info, and our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.